Thank you for tuning in to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. I'm your host, Daniel McDonald. In November 2017, Mary Parham Copeland unseated an incumbent by the narrowest of margins to take on the challenge of leading her lifelong home, Milledgeville. Sworn in during the waning days of 2017, Mayor Copeland is now three months in office. She stopped by the WRGC studios in early March to talk about that transition and her plans for making Milledgeville a more progressive place to live. Mayor Mary Parham Copeland, welcome to the WRGC studio. Thank you, Daniel, for having me again. It's my pleasure to be here. I don't feel like you've been in office too long to not ask you about your transition in. Uh, and so that's where we'll start off our conversation today. If you could share one experience from that transition that has affected your outlook on the position, perhaps is indicative of your new role as mayor, or that you just would like to share with our radio audience. It has been a great transition, uh, much help from the city council members, uh, our city manager, Everyone has been very, very helpful. However, it is more than meets the eye. Mm -hmm. uh, I can certainly share with people it's not a job that you get up one day and say, hey, I want to run for mayor. It's a great transition. It's a lot to learn. It's a fast-paced cycle that for most people, we only see the external portion of what goes on from the city council. But it's many factors internally that makes the city move around. And with that being said, because it is so many areas that you have to learn from and touch on, it has been an eye-opening experience for me just to see that on a day-to-day -day basis, how much goes in to renting the city. We, as residents, experience it through the services that we get. Um, you know, if you have to, um, heaven forbid, call on the fire department or the police department for some reason, uh, that's how we see the city. But, of course, any of us who work in an organization know that each person plays a specific role. There's got to be a lot of collegiality between all those different parts of the puzzle. There is a lot that uh, we wouldn't understand if we are just a resident of that community. Absolutely, absolutely. With our form of government, of course, most people don't understand the form of government that we have, which is a strong city council, city manager form of government. But with that being said, our city manager is a superb city manager. Just, you know, sometimes I'm in awe as I sit there and I watch how his wheels are already turning before we can say something in a meeting. And then everybody that plays their part down from planning and zoning to the water treatment plant, policing, every department that sits at that table in that Monday morning meeting that plays a part for the citizens is very vital. Just sitting back looking, you just don't appreciate the services that they do enough. And so looking in from the outside and having a fresh pair of eyes now on the day-to-day -day operations has really changed my insight to how we function, how we grow, how we see our city, and how we view every intricate part of it. So my thought to the community is Take part, get to know how your city functions, uh, the day-to-day -day operations, and it will give all of us a broader and a better understanding of how our city works. Speaking of changing outlooks, of course, when you were inaugurated, our community's daughters saw a woman taking the seat in Millville's highest elected office. I was wondering if you might take an opportunity to speak with them and share with them something you'd like them to know about the experience of getting to this place where you are. I think that for many women of all races 
to get to the place that I am now, most feel as if they could have never gotten here. However, in this hour, in this day and time, anything is possible. And to see me come to the helm of the highest position in Millersville, Georgia, should send out a very positive message to all of the daughters that anything you choose to seek, anything you believe in, then you can obtain that goal. And in obtaining the position that I have, it has given me a different outlook, um, still feeling and trying to understand what has really happened, uh, trying to wrap my mind around how history really did take place here and how that I believe at times that we, we feel strongly about the positioning, about people in office, and I think this representation of electing me into office, the first female uh, to ever hold this position in our city, sent a loud message that, yes, women are capable, and they need to be given the opportunity, just as the next person, that equality comes with all, and that if we are given the chance that we can show that we are able to sustain in high positions and that we are capable of moving forward and doing just as great a job as our male counterpart. When I think about the election as a whole, and and especially the day of my inauguration, it sent some very overwhelming feelings because as I looked out and saw so many people standing just to see the first female elected placed in the office, I'm still baffled and I'm still pinching myself at times and saying, is this really so? And it is. And now that I'm actually walking in the shoes as the mayor of the city of Millersville, as I greet people in Walmart and like the mayor is really out in Walmart shopping, the mayor is really at Burger King. (laughs) It sends a very sensational feeling over me just to know that being female in this time and in this day, and I think about our 200 plus year history, I think about how they had the first meeting in Assembly Hall at GMC right around the same time. I I think so much about Martha Luther King and and who I am and where I'm at today. So in saying that, I I guess the feeling that I I just still can't describe the feeling that I feel is just I'm still it's an overwhelming feeling. Mm -hmm. What I would say to each and every daughter, to each and every woman Whatever your dream is, go for it. Work hard at it. Believe in yourself and know that you can do it. And I think you'll aspire to the next level in whatever it is you choose to do. Now, of course, at the time of your election, there was much mention made, and rightfully so, um, that you are a history maker, um, not only for being Millageville's first female mayor, but um, also Millageville's second African-American mayor. Now, those kinds of titles, mantles, how do they affect actually getting in there and making that transition to being in office and leading? They limit you to a certain extent because now you're still trying to get over living behind the fact the first female in office. And you spend more time at first literally trying to go through the transition of the history making history within itself has already been made. And so now I need to transition into leadership. And so I'm still trying to live through the fact that, hey, we want to interview the first female. We want to take pictures with the female. But then there's work at hand that that has to be done. And so I'm at the point now that, okay, I'm good with all of that. Let's do what you elected me into the office to do, and that's to make sure we move Millersville in a more progressive manner forward. 
And so I do say that it, to me, I think it can kind of limit you because you have to be strong enough not to get caught up in it, but to see past it and know that, okay, it's been made. I shared with someone just yesterday, even with history, we don't look back on it. We, we learn from it. And it's almost like running a marathon, a person out there in the 400 meter, the baton has been handed off. We don't look back, but we take it and we continue to run forward. So that's where I'm at now is trying not to look back, but taking the baton and moving forward. Your work history is very diverse. You've worn a number of hats in your career. How have you called back on those different experiences uh, to make this transition into this new role and title in life? What I have done is I've pulled on the strengths from pastoring, being able to listen, being able to uh, to differentiate when something is being said to me, how to handle the situation. My years of working in the prison system is the same thing. I oftentimes had to listen and be able to determine and make a righteous decision based on what I've listened to and I've heard. The school system, the same thing. It's all about listening and being able to be open-minded and realize that there's two sides to everything, but you have to kind of decipher between the two to find the real answer to what you need. In all of my days, I've learned that we can disagree, but how do we resolve? And that's the point that I'm learning in leadership is how do we resolve? How do we move on? How do we manage what we have in store right before us to make it better than what it was? And so all of the positions, all of the hats that I've worn has really prepared me for this area and this time in my life. And I'm thankful for every step that I've made in every job capacity, be it working from the prison to the school systems, uh, driving the school bus, working with the students at Foothills Charter School, being a site register. All of that stuff has came into play for me leading a community because leadership, it took leadership to walk into each one of the roles and walking into the roles has prepared me to be a strong leader and not a weak leader, but yet a leader that don't feel like I need to lead by dictating, but I can lead by having everybody come in and play a part. And whether I'm at the end of the line or the front of the line, as long as I'm leading, but leading the leadership with the help of others, I think is, is being a very positive aspect for me. Well, we're going to take an opportunity for a short break right now. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. On this program, we're taking time uh, to check in with Milledgeville Mayor Mary Parham Copeland. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back with more Milledgeville Matters. You can win as long as you keep your head to the sky. Be optimistic. In the midst of sorrow You can see up when looking down A brighter day tomorrow will bring Yeah, yeah, yeah You hear the voice of reason Telling you this can't not weigh me down No matter how our reality seems 
Thank you for staying tuned to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. If you're just joining us, we are checking in with Milledgeville's newly elected mayor, Mary Parham Copeland. In that last segment, we asked you a lot about uh, making that personal transition to leading your lifelong hometown. I wanted to use this segment to just ask you a a little bit about a few of the issues that people have been talking about. But before I do, I kind of wanted to allow you to identify uh, what issues are important to you. And so I'll do that by asking, as mayor, what keeps you up at night now? As the mayor of Millersville, what keeps me up most at night is safety, a concern for safety and gun violence, gun violence in our schools, gang activity in our neighborhoods, and most of all, just what can we do in this city to move Millersville forward to be a very prosperous place and get it back to the quaint place that we are used to Millersville being. Already, I have sleepless nights. I I wake up and I drive around town and I look out and I'm wondering to myself, just what is it? And my prayer is every night and every morning, Lord, show me what it is that I can do as the mayor of this city and this community to move it forward, to make it more prosperous, to make it a successful town for everyone that lives here. And the issues that are already on the table, um, mainly we've seen throughout the whole election was our water system. And that still keeps me up at night. Um, During the cold months, we expect water mains to break. But I'm grateful that we were able to stay on top of it this season and be able to prevent any further damages to the water pipes. The main objective I do see here now is just how do we really open up Millersville? Just how do we? And it's going to take everybody to give their input to let us know what they're feeling as citizens in this community. Do you feel people are engaged as you've gone around with this new role of uh, being, to an extent, uh, Milledgeville's main ambassador, um, both inside the city limits and even out? Um, Do you feel that many of the residents, many of your constituents are engaged in what's going on on a civic level? I do. I'm getting the opportunity as the mayor of the city. One thing I do is I go around and I introduce myself to everyone. I walk through downtown. I went into the businesses. No matter where I am, I stop and I talk and I introduce myself and I ask, what are your concerns? What What is it that you would like to see done in these four years to improve our city? And so what our constituents believe, I do believe in the fact that they elected us. And so their input is vital to how we move Millersville forward, how we change it, how we market it how we bring in new industries and how we respond to the questions for restaurants and the school system. So I just believe that right now, as we move it forward, that most people see me, they they do stop and they talk and know that I am accessible, I'm touchable, I'm very flexible. If they need to contact me, they're always welcome. We have an open door policy at City Hall, so all they have to do is call and I'll be glad to talk with them. There have been a number of things going on between the city and the county. None of them are are bad things. None of them are unusual things. Um, Of course, as Baldwin County has their Sinclair Water Authority with Putnam County, they're now coming to the city and um, trying to, I guess, get back some of the water customers who are still on uh, the city's water system. Um, Also, um, our two governing boards, the Baldwin County Commissioners and the City of Milledgeville City Council, um, are working on the 
service delivery strategy for the next 10 years. Um, not to go into those specifically, unless you would like, could you tell us, uh, how would you characterize the current state of relations between our two local governments, the city of Milledgeville and Baldwin County? As you stated, it's not unusual what you're seeing. You talk about city and county agreements and intergovernmental uh, agreements. And that's one that's been in place for 50 years and is now being up. And that's to, the, with the water. Right, with mm -hmm. the water to uh, be revised or renewed, however we're going to go about doing so. Um, I know there's been an article in the paper because one thing about the city, we're trying to be transparent. And we want to make sure that the consumers know what it is that we're doing on our end to ensure that they still receive quality from the city. With the way the agreement is going, as the paper has stated, the county is wanting to take back 400 of the customers in our service areas uh, that you know we would have to service with our pipes. And we haven't yet came to an agreement with that, but we are. And, and what we were doing in the paper was just being transparent, letting the consumers know what's going on. And we still, even with that, would like for the consumers to call us, let us know how they're feeling, what they're thinking. As far as the relationships, nothing different, uh, nothing new, <laughs> nothing old, I would say. Uh, but what I, as the mayor of this city, would like to see in our governing bodies is that we just work together because it's for the greater good of the community. And I wouldn't say that we don't have a, a good working relationship because everybody has been around longstanding on both sides for a long time. It's just a matter of, of getting back to the table and having a meeting of the minds. And how would you like to see that relationship evolve in the future? As a matter of fact, Commissioner French and I will be meeting this week, and then hopefully he and I and maybe uh, our city manager, our county manager, will sit down and talk and then bring our councils in and commissioners together. And so what I'm praying and hoping for is that as we evolve with the future, that we spearhead and show the community a more collaborative partnership and that we're really working together to make Baldwin County, Millersville, a better place, a better government and that represent the people because we've been elected by the people and that's our job to do so. Throughout the history of our community, we've had various eras of a lopsided development. In the height of Central State Hospital, it carried the entire city, but of course it was on the south side and focused a lot of the economic development around there. Um, in the more recent past, of course, a lot of development has gone up the 441 corridor. It uh, surrounds the lake. What can be done to address that lopsidedness and especially um, to benefit or to change the lack of opportunity and other related challenges uh, that affect Milledgeville Southside? One thing about the Southside and Central State Redevelopment, Michael Couch, they're, they're doing a great work out there as far as trying to bring it back online and get it back up to par. And it's going to contribute to the development overall for Milledgeville, Baldwin County. And there are still some areas out there that I've spoken with some, some senators in reference to that could possibly help us in the long run to bring it back up even more. And I'm hoping that they will come and do a second look and move that forward. Because as you stated, the 441 corridor is growing. And I'm hoping that we grow it even more straight out through towards the lake that will grow our area even more. So... I just believe that we're, we're going to see some different changes coming on board within the next four years. I, I'm not at liberty to say what, but we're working for the common good to make sure that it comes back together.
We talk a lot about the Central State Hospital Redevelopment Authority. It's a lot of weight to put on them. Um, are there any other eggs or baskets out there that you see for the South Side that can help bring it to where it needs to go? Well, that's going to come with revitalizing and reconstructing that side. I know for many years, being a realtor, I've heard people talk about rebuilding the South Side. There's not a whole lot I can say right now, mm-hmm. say that's in there, other than what we're doing at Central State with uh, the redevelopment team out there. But in the future, I just believe that we're going to see some more growth on that side of town. And that's more of a county side. It's, it's outside of our jurisdiction. But I believe that they have a strong team that will work. And, and the city is really willing to do anything we can to make sure that it comes to full fruition. Well, it's happening again. We're going to take another opportunity for a short break. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. Today, we are talking with Milledgeville Mayor Mary Parham Copeland. Stay tuned, and we'll be back with more Milledgeville Matters. Composition of the golden and roll the school of life through the dice, do it like living in ambition on a mission impossible. Envision optimism through a prism that's optical to see through obstacles and be remarkable. Living it for the infinite, into it of the intimate, influenced by the sentiment, sent to it to winning it, surrendered it to the sky, centered in my eye. Living in the glory and the story of a warrior, Victoria, the more we love. From our poor we was to euphoria, kicking the door because we think they're Tory us.
Thank you for staying tuned to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. Again, we are talking today to Milledgeville Mayor Mary Parham Copeland about her first three months in office and then transition from being a candidate uh, to Milledgeville's highest elected official. Throughout the last two segments, we've talked about that transition. We've also talked about some of the issues. Uh, now I want to see if we might use this segment to invite more people to become engaged in their community. Now, in what areas would you ask any concerned residents to direct their energies towards making Milledgeville the best community to live, work, and raise a family? Daniel, we were just talking at the break, and one thing I can say is what I would have any concerned citizen to do is attend regular scheduled meetings. Most people, they come to the 6.30 meeting all of our meetings are held on second and fourth Tuesdays, starting at 5.15. We have a, a work session, and then the meeting follows at 6.30. I would love to see more people attend the work session because that's where you become informed as what's going on in the city and what we're planning to do and we're strategizing. And then at this particular point in time, too, it allows the citizens to be able to ask a question if they would like to ask on what we're talking about on the agenda and then I would like to see more people volunteer in areas. One of my plans and hopes is to have community efforts. And when I say community efforts, uh, start having town hall meetings, start having community citizens to come in and say, hey, I want to volunteer in this area. I want to work with this particular area. As we were just talking, be it animal control, being in it, beautifying our city, being in it, how do we move Millersville forward faster or fast forwarding Millersville, our youth. Our youth is, is definitely one I would like to see them volunteer. Go to the school systems, volunteer to be a bus monitor. Any area that you can help as a concerned citizen, I would like to see them become active. Just call us at City Hall. Let us know your concerns. Let us know. Your, and even if you want to write a letter and then be anonymous in writing your letter just to get your concern, that's all well and fine. I read every piece of mail that comes across my desk. I'm there and I'm open for every phone call, or every parent or every concerned citizen or just whatever it is you want to talk to me about. I'm an open person to listen to everything that you have to say. So I would challenge every citizen that if you want to see things move forward, become involved, become more engaged with us at the city and tell us what your ideas are. That sets me up for my next question, which is uh, what issues do you need or would you like to hear comments from your constituency, the residents of Milledgeville? I want to hear what is it that they want to see happen as far as social events in Milledgeville? What is it that you want to see happen as far as our youth and how do we propel them forward? And what do we do to, to take away idle time, to give them great opportunities to be able to get out and, and to help move them further in life, you know, so that they won't be just stagnated at what they're doing or when the summer months come, they don't have anything to do. But let's set up some polls and let's see what everybody wants or what they're thinking that they could see be done better. There's many opportunities and the opportunity becomes greater when everybody gets engaged and involved in what we're doing. So if we all take the time to just think about some things, you know, let us know what you want to happen. I often make an appeal on Facebook, on my webpage. You know, I want to hear from you, the citizens. I want to know what it is you want to see take place. We're coming to the end of our time together today, and I've asked you a lot of questions, but I want to turn it over to you now. Mm -hmm. Is there anything 
that I did not ask you about uh, that you hope to have time to talk about? Or is there anything that we did talk about that you'd like to place a greater emphasis on? Well, Daniel, again, we've talked about a lot today. And um, it's so much. It is so much. And it's such a fast pace. Um, Didn't even realize I had been in office three months. (laughs) That's just how fast of a pace it's been. And so I'm still learning. And as I learn, uh, I want to make sure I'm engaging with the public in a progressive way that we can see how to move Millersville forward. The other thing is I just want to encourage everyone to just be informed. Know what's going on. Know the issues at hand, be it city or county. Be open, be optimistic, be able to to bring your message to the plate that what you think we could do is, is elected officials to make Millersville, Baldwin County better. And the main thing we talked about, I think, early on in the, in the segment is that it's never too late to dream a new dream. It's never too late to reach a new goal. And so if we all work together, if we all look at it in a progressive and a positive manner, and that's the main thing, we just have to be positive and and realize that we can do a whole lot together, but divided we can't do anything. So that would be my last thought I would like to leave with everyone is this, let's unify, let's come together, and let's make Millersville better. Well, Mayor Mary Parham Copeland, I want to thank you for taking the time to speak to our radio audience here on Millersville Matters. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Milledgeville Matters on WRGC 88.3 FM. Tonight, we spoke with Milledgeville Mayor Mary Parham Copeland about her transition into office and some of the issues that she wanted to talk with our radio audience about. I hope you enjoyed our time and found it very informative. I've been your host, Daniel McDonald. It's been my pleasure spending a portion of this evening with you here on Milledgeville Matters, and I want you to know that I look forward to convening with you next time.